It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is a story about a family. This is a story about students. This is a story about alumni. This is a story about all the guys that played here. But this is about a championship. Make no mistake about it. This is about a very selfless team. You get it in your mind. Two words. We're coming. We're coming. This is the third episode of our series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. The 2010 Auburn Tigers took on Louisiana Monroe in their fifth contest of the season. They won 52-3 in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn set at 5-0, entering their next road test, a trip to Lexington to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. October 9th of 2010 was another night where the season almost derailed for the Tigers. Auburn fans thought the game was in hand. Auburn was up 31-14 in Lexington. Then Kentucky's prized athlete took over, Randall Cobb. Auburn Mayor Ron Anders. Auburn could tackle Randall Cobb, could not tackle the guy. I mean, he was, whether he was playing receiver or playing wildcat quarterback, Auburn couldn't handle him. I mean, Randall Cobb almost single-handedly won that game for Kentucky. But here against a team that you would expect Auburn to be superior to, it was a major struggle, and Auburn had to kick a field goal at the end of the game, which was a premonition of something later to come. Uh, to beat Kentucky, and that and look, that loss right there would have kept Auburn out of the national championship if Auburn had lost that game. But Cam really played well, really dominated that game, but the game was really close because Auburn couldn't contain Randall Cobb. It took a heroic drive by Cam Newton to set up a game-winning field goal try by Wes Byram. Jason Caldwell with Auburn undercover and inside the Auburn Tigers. That was maybe the strangest game of the entire season. Because Auburn dominated the football game. I mean, you know, you're talking about having one of those games. Cam had 198 yards rushing and four touchdowns, um, 210 passing. You're right, you know, Randall Cobb had a had a monster game. He was he was all over the place. The the thing I remember about that game was that you know it all came down to okay, you know, they ended up tying that game up, and and Auburn had to go from their own 14 yard line. And, you know, because they kicked a field goal to tie the game with seven and a half minutes left. Auburn kicked a field goal the last play of the game, 19 play drive. And I remember Cam converting a, a third down off the goal line, basically, uh, throwing the football. I'm sure it was Darvin Adams. I can't remember exactly. But to me, just putting the team on his shoulders and saying, look, we're going to take our time, we're going to run the clock down, and we're going to go the length of the field and kick a field goal. Um uh, that was probably, you're, you're, you know, you think about all the, the things that happened. You think about 2010. I mean, you think about, you know, the Iron Bowl, all those things. That drive, that may have been one of the more defining moments of the entire season. Rod Bramlett on the call via the Auburn IMG Sports Network. Here we go. The snapper is Harris. The holder is Cottle. It will be just inside a 24-yard field goal attempt. Snap. Place kick is up. It's good. Auburn wins. One second. No, the clock has expired. 37, 34, fifth game-winning field goal for Auburn. And the best comparison I can come up with for this Auburn team tonight. It's appropriate here in the Bluegrass. You remember the great horse secretariat. 
when he passed away, doctors discovered that his heart was two and a half times the size of a normal horse. Auburn played like secretariat right there on that final drive. 19 plays, 86 yards. Wes Byram hits his 51st field goal in, all, in his Auburn career. Seven minutes and 22 seconds to put an end to the Kentucky Wildcats, and Auburn stays undefeated. I remember Lee Zimba being uh, interviewed by Paul Feinbaum after the season was over with, and Feinbaum asked Lee Zimba, what was the most important win of the year? What was the most memorable win of the year? And thinking that he would save the Iron Bowl or the national championship game. And Zimba said the Kentucky game, when Cam drove us down the field. I think it was a really long drive, ate up a ton of clock, got us right to the point where um, – uh, West Byron kicked the field goal to win. Cam was a one-man show that night. I mean, he really dominated offensively for the Tigers. Darvin Adams proves that he was one of the best wide receivers in the SEC after that game. In crunch time, he was Cam's go-to option. Darvin Adams was the guy. Um, that night he had five catches for 100 yards. Um, Terrell Zachary was kind of a big play guy. Darvin Adams was Mr. Go-to. And then, you know, you look at, at Cody Burns. Cody was... was kind of the, the the switchblade the utility guy that you know was a fierce blocker and did some things got a few balls here or there um you know Lutz and Kirk and you know about every time he caught the ball it was either a first down or a touchdown he just getting a ton of touches uh, but yeah you look at his supporting cast Ontario Michaela Mario Fannin that's some some talented guys and obviously Michael Dyer as a freshman that really came in and, and did some big things but um yeah it wasn't the NFL group but it was a group that really fit well together with having that kind of that alpha male and Cam Newton leading the way and those guys just kind of doing their jobs um, to go along with it. Winning close games would be a theme for the Auburn Tigers all season long. OA News Sports Editor during the 2010 season, Mike Sveditz. Yeah, I think every game that they played, you look, you know, again, going back to Clemson game, right? Wasn't there a missed field goal going into overtime or in overtime? Um, you know, that, that could have ended the you know, could have, the season could have ended, you know, the undefeated season could have ended before it even started. And you look at the Kentucky game, fourth, you know, they're, they, they've got to go, they got to drive the field to, to get in position to even kick a field goal to win that game. And I think it was like a third and 17 or a third or something, and Darvin Adams caught, toe taps going out of bounds, uh, a throw from Cam Newton. You know, if they don't make that play, it's over. Um, and and I think I think you know there's so many of those those, those games that you go and then you get to the point where they're just you, you know they're just beating teams and you know that they're better than them you know you, you you just see this 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 confidence in when they get down or when it's going on and you saw that in the national championship game too you know when they when they got down they you know they didn't panic because uh, they've been in these close games and it was almost kind of and then I look fast forward to the 2013 season and all the craziness that happened there, you just, like, I think this team and that team, there's a lot of parallels, and we're like, we know we're going to be able to pull this out. You look at the Iron Bowl uh, in 2010, down, you know, 24 nothing at one point. There was no panic. They made plays, and they, and they came back because they had been in such close games. If they had never been in those close games early, especially especially having to make plays and not letting – and the, the other team playing the best game that they could play – and Auburn just being better and making those plays, I don't think they get out of the Iron Bowl and, 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 and win that game, and then obviously the rest of it. This is remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers, right here on Locked On Auburn. I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Frisky Whiskey. 
Love this place. Love it. Zach, I've recently gotten into the scotch game. Have you really? Yeah, so I, my dad is a big bourbon guy. Okay. Um, and, and so I've, by association, you know, gotten uh, it, into bourbon later in college. And, sure. Um, recently I was just at Frisky Whiskey and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try, I'm going to try scotch. I haven't done scotch and, and I, I well, think I might like it, it more. It's so much cheaper there. It, it's worth the drive if you're coming from Auburn mm-hmm. and you know, from wherever. It's in, it's in West Point, Georgia, located off exit two on I-85 in West Point, Georgia. If you don't know where you're going, there's plenty of billboards. Just follow, follow the signs there. But yeah, the, the difference as far as taxes in Georgia versus Alabama, it's, uh, it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. And one of the things that, uh, yeah, one of the things I like about it is obviously selection. Uh, I know here in Auburn we don't have very many massive liquor stores. Well, Brisky Whiskey, like you said, Zach, 30 minutes away, 10,000 square feet. It's massive. They've got a ton of stuff. Um, and they've got, they've got liquor. Huge selection. Hundreds of bottles of wine. Large selection of local and domestic craft beer. I mean, your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, tobacco. You can also get lottery tickets. That is all at Frisky Whiskey. Be sure to show them some love and uh, tell them Locked on Auburn sent you. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Arkansas came to Auburn the following week. All of the eyes of college football were following along as the 12th-ranked Razorbacks tried to knock off the 7th-ranked Tigers in an inevitable high-scoring affair. I remember it was a 2.30 CBS game, and it was the sun was out. It was extraordinarily hot to be in October, but Bobby Petrino was coaching the Hogs, and, and Ron Mallett got hurt, and really, it was really because of Cam and Offense who won that game. All were just completely outscored. Arkansas, and there were a couple of key turnovers. The Tigers would go on to score 60 points. But the defense forced three key turnovers to hold the Razorbacks. All three were in the fourth quarter. First, a scoop and score. Power formation here, high backfield. They'll toss it back to the tailback. And he will pick up the first down. Ball comes loose. Etheridge picks it up. Down the sideline, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Auburn! Will it stand? Mike Block knocked it loose. Etheridge ran it in from 45 yards out. Wow. And I just, I, I don't think, I'm, they, they see different things sometimes than we do. I don't think the uh, replay is conclusive enough to overturn it. I, we I, will I see. I agree. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. Touchdown. That was another one that was inconclusive enough to overturn it because the running back was on top of Mike Block and you just could not conclusively see that his knee or his rear or anything had hit the ground but credit them for not getting the quick whistle because typically if you blow the whistle the the ball's dead the play's dead then Josh Bynes once crowd is going nuts this Auburn team has shown so much heart and they lead by eight trying to hang on 
Play fake. Wilson, deep down the middle, picked off. Bynes, 35-30. Bynes to the 25-20, to the 15. Hit from behind at the 10. Down at the 8. Another turnover. There is your mistake by a backup. Right there, trying to get too much. Threw it right to Josh Bynes in that old Tampa 2 type of coverage. And Josh Bynes takes it and takes it down inside the 10. And Auburn is poised to go up by 15. Then he did it again. This is from the CBS call. You know, I mean, you pick up the, if you turn in tonight and you see 58-42, really, how many overtime? Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. That's why I hate that overtime scoring. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Another one. Another one for Josh Bynes. For all that Auburn was that year, and it was primarily will be remembered as a great offensive team with Nick Fairley being a great defensive player. But the defense held up in very strategic times. And, um, I mean, Bobby Petrino and an NFL quarterback is, is a lot to deal with. And Arkansas had some other pieces on that team. You know, statistically, Auburn's defense was certainly not one that was uh, feared. But individually uh, and strategically, they always seemed to be able to make plays that made a difference in the ballgame. Auburn defeated the Razorbacks 62-43. to This is remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers, right here on Locked On Auburn. Zach, we got to talk about our friends at Built Bar. This is the snack that is getting me through the back half of my work day. I mean, really since they've signed up with us, so, so this whole month, it, it's been awesome. It, I feel like I'm eating a, a Mars candy bar, and it's not... It's healthy. It gives me the energy to pump through the rest of my weekend. I don't have to feel guilty about it. And they're some of the most delicious bars I've ever had. I really like the mint brownie. Um, If you're a fan of minty flavored things, I highly recommend it. I'm not going to lie. Mint is not my favorite, but my wife, Leah, she loves mint. So I I gave her the mint chocolate, and Mm. she loved it. So, yeah, if you are a mint fan, you'll love that. And I think they've got a few other mint flavors as well. You can check out BuiltBar.com to see all of that. They do some really cool things on their social media pages as well. Uh, uh, you can check them out on Instagram at I'm Built and on Twitter, bar underscore built. But yeah, head over to builtbar.com and take a look around. You can also build your own box. So if it's your first time ordering from them, one, you can use our promo code to get $10 off. Uh, more on that in a moment. But you can kind of get different flavors. If you're all in on one, you can get 10 of that one. You can do two, five and five. You can get 10 different ones. That's actually the one that I have because I just wanted to try all the different flavors and they've all been fantastic so far. So I want to encourage you, go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box. That's www.builtbar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. When Auburn fans look back at the 2010 season, there are a few moments that return to your memory quicker than others. 
Auburn hosted LSU on October 23rd. The Tigers took care of business. You look at it and, and the score didn't even really indicate the game. Auburn had 440 yards rushing in that game and won 24-17. Should have been easily a, a, a dominating effort, but you look at it, Cam had 217 yards rushing and uh, two touchdowns on 28 carries. And You're right, that run that that sealed it was was the run. And the Ontario McCaleb's run really sealed the win with five minutes left, the long touchdown run that, that kind of broke open the tie. But you know, Cam's 49-yard run was the one that probably sealed the Heisman because it was it was the the play that kept getting rerun on you know Sports Center and everybody showed it over and over again because you looked on the back of it and you go, well, we know what kind of player Patrick Peterson is and you know how fast he is and Cam just ran away from him. Um, that gave a glimpse to the rest of the country how real this team was and how real he was. Cam did his thing and had the best run I've seen in person ever. Slot formation to the right, single receiver to the left. Play clock down to seven, first down and ten from just inside of midfield. Here's Cam on the fake, right up the middle, breaks a tackle at the 40, stays on his feet, 35-30, 25-20. the one man to beat at the five. He is in! Flash that smile, Cam. Tigers lead. Wow. And he drug the All-American Patrick Peterson from the five-yard line into the end zone right up the middle. Cam Newton takes the lead again for the Auburn Tigers. What an unbelievable run. That is that's a historical moment right there. They're going to take a look. Prior play. To make sure he got in the end zone. And that's a touchdown. That kind of run makes you want to strike a pose, doesn't it, Stan? I am telling you. That (laughs) he drug Patrick Peterson from the seven-yard line, and he just would not go down. But it was the cuts he made before that. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. Touchdown. When he did, he, he gave a little leap and a jump right at the end, and his knee stayed off. And that right there is, uh, he's had a lot of fantastic runs this season, but that one takes the cake. He had wow. two cuts against the defensive backs, against, and he just left them in their shoes. Against the best defense in the SEC. Strike a pose, Cam. In the fourth quarter, Ontario McCaleb put the game on ice. Second and six. This time, McCaleb in the backfield. They'll give it to McCaleb around left end. McCaleb, 35 for a whole 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Foot race to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Auburn! No flags. 70 yards. Ontario McCaleb gives Auburn a 23-17 lead. And finally, the speed sweep where McCaleb keeps it. Great blocking downfield by Cody Burns, upending the defenders. And Ontario McCaleb what makes one cut, and he does the rest, putting Auburn up again. McCaleb, I mean, that was about an 80-yard run there to give Auburn the touchdown lead late in the ball game, and then Auburn held LSU uh, on a late drive. But the cam run was phenomenal, almost falling down and then dragging Patrick Peterson into the end zone. Um and that's really where he won the Heisman. I think that was the game during the the way they used to vote in those days. The next day they came out with the first ever uh, rankings 
for the bowl championship, and Auburn was ranked number one. Um, I mean, that was the week that that Auburn really solidified itself as a national title contender, and I think Kim really shot way up and to the to the top of the Heisman balloting at that point in time. But it was a phenomenal game. The crowd was out of this world, and Nick Fairley had a huge game, had a couple of big sacks in that game, if I remember right. Uh, Jordan Jefferson, I think, was their quarterback. And uh, I remember him picking him up and dumping him one time. And, um, but it was just a typical Auburn-LSU game, which are very hard-fought and hard-hitting ball games. After defeating LSU 24-17, to Auburn is sitting pretty at 8-0. The Tigers have a Heisman frontrunner, an undefeated record, and a tough schedule ahead of them, including a trip to Oxford, a date with two of your largest rivals, two championship games, and of course, when there's any sort of success, controversy follows. This is the third episode of our series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. Thank you to IMG, ESPN, CBS Sports, Jason Caldwell, Mike Speditz, Andy Burcham, Trevon Reed, and Ron Anders, and a special thank you to Michael Pappas for mixing this episode. Tune into our next episode of our series remembering the 2010 Auburn Tigers right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.